Lima Charlie, loud and clear. Lima Charlie, alto y claro. Lima Charlie, fort et clair. Lima Charlie, wahidin wam. Lima Charlie, urusakute, akiraka de aru. Lima Charlie, sahat ke bahan hai. Lima Charlie, light and dialect. Lima Charlie, bo ba zo zang. Lima Charlie, chingchu, mingbai. Lima Charlie, gronka iyasna. Lima Charlie, loud and clear. You're listening to Lima Charlie News. Welcome to Lima Charlie Podcasts. You are listening to episode three of our series on PTSD, depression, suicide, and the many unorthodox treatments available to those that suffer. If you haven't already, we urge you to listen to episodes one and two, also available on iTunes and SoundCloud. So far, we have covered cannabis as a possible treatment for depression and PTSD in episodes one and two. Lots of information there. I urge you to listen. But today, today we're all about yoga. Yoda? Yoga. No. Yogurt? (laughs) Yoga. Okay, gotcha. Now, this includes meditation and breathing, which we'll tell you about in a bit. But first... In the studio today is, of course, James Cordia Marine. Hello. And with, and with us is Don Martinez, U.S. Army. Don. Don boy. <laughs> Don Sorry. boy, I like that. As our listeners have who have been paying attention to these last couple of episodes, we've been discussing some very, very heavy topics. But we try our best to have you learn a little and laugh a little. Isn't that right, James? Absolutely. Smile through the bullshit. Right, right. And today we have not one, but two special guests. We also have some taped interviews. But more importantly, more importantly, in the history of Lima Charlie News, you may have noticed, we do, that the audio is a bit better than usual today. Only the trained ear can hear this. (laughs) And uh, the reason is, a dear friend of Lima Charlie is producing the show today. Welcome, Ed Lee. Wow, thank you guys. Yay. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> Super excited to be part of this. Or Big Ed Lee, as we call him sometimes. <laughs> My reputation continues. Right? Well, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Well, you know, I'm a podcast producer, but uh, also improver and sketch, com- sketch comedian. So, uh, yeah, check, check me out sometime. You're a sketch comedian? I didn't yeah. know that. Well, I do everything. You think you're funnier than James and Don? Definitely. Get paid up. <laughs> Someone thinks he's funny. <laughs> so our audio quality actually might might be the best it's ever been. We don't know yet. We'll see in post, and then the heat will be on Ed, whether it is the best quality yeah. audio. Please let us know how this sounds. We've promised to sit still and not click pens. We have a big sign, no ums and ahs, because uh, we really don't want to fix that in post. <laughs> All right? Um... Uh. <laughs> also, later on the show, another friend of Lima Charlie, Elena, the Russian. Uh, she'll be giving us a quick overview of the Russian martial art known as Sambo, which apparently is a favorite of Vladimir Putin, uh, and Sistema, and a breathing exercise used by some Russian special special forces. I was about to say Spetsnaz. And she'll correct my pronunciation. She'll correct our pronunciation on a whole bunch of things. Anyway, either I, way... I know one sentence in Russian, and that's uh, sit on a dick, which is the way they say fuck up. So if you're ever like hanging around Russian, you should... Push, 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 push. 
<laughs> so all my Russian friends, Shomohoy. The only phrase I know is, I must break you. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> yeah, if he dies, he dies. Great movie. So we'll be, a lot, we'll be making a lot of dumb Russian uh, movie quotes. Absolutely. And the point is, since this episode is about yoga, breathing, breathing is critical. Mm-hmm. Breathing is critical to everything. Breathing is critical to calm you down, to deal with depression, to deal with all of these ailments. And yoga is the key to that. And meditation is the key to that. So mm-hmm. without any further delay, James. Yes, sir. You were at the beach. You did some beach yoga. I did uh, merging last uh, two podcast topics as well as uh, as well as this one. We did. Uh, I signed up for a cannabis beach class, which is basically uh, it's like a yoga class on the beach. It's a private party. It's one of these pop up parties that we discussed. I managed to do an interview with the event coordinator, um, going by the name of Eighth Flower, a lovely lady, really really helpful, really really respectful. It's all about helping out veterans, all about helping out people with depression, not just veterans, but people reaching out, helping helping people just deal with their stress, deal with their madness, deal with their personal struggle. So I have an interview with her. Uh, bear with me. I was taken on the beach. It was taken after the yoga class, <laughs> and I did have a few infused uh, treats there at the class, too. <laughs> I um, so through, throughout, uh, you know, after the exhaustion, after the inhalation there was this interview and you said her name is eighth flower eighth flower the number eight uh, th flower spelled the traditional way i found her on instagram i recommend people reach out there if you're interested in learning more um, eighth flower on instagram again fantastic fantastic lady really really wonderful class really hosts a lot of these events that, that kind of merge marijuana as well as physical activity as you'll as you'll hear now and again, I urge our listeners to listen to episodes one and two, where we talk about cannabis. I learned so much. It's, it's amazing. Uh, we'll roll to the clip. Okay. Okay. Hold on, everybody. So I'm here with Eighth Flower, who's an event coordinator. My company is an event planning company. We like to plan sophisticated events revolving around cannabis news, information about medication and laws, and also uh, activities, Mary Jane and yoga, which... Um, most people know me for. Which um, is what we've done today. What we've we done today. Yoga and marijuana. So, like, I'm a person who likes to do activities, especially fitness activities, whilst uh, smoking, you know. I feel like it enhances my workout, you know, and it, it energizes me, you know, and it makes me feel good. Do you find uh, there are medicinal benefits to yoga and to marijuana? Yes, I just feel more relaxed, you know. More relaxed. It just feels good, like, motivated, to tell you the truth, you know, and it, just, it lifts me up. That's outstanding. And uh, thank you very much for all your help with veterans and everything else. And uh, we will be reaching out to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming to our event. So that was, uh, again, Eighth Flower. Wonderful. Look for her on Instagram. The wonderful human being. Really helpful. I uh, was really blessed to take her class. And it certainly won't be the last one I do. She was uh, fantastic. So reach out if uh, you're in the Northeast and uh, see what classes she offers. Um, I wanted to go in. I know, I know, Anthony. You you mentioned kind of just a brief overview of yoga and and everything that it is. Oh, so- I I don't know anything about yoga, <laughs> other than my wife bugs me to do yoga, and I've tried and I've enjoyed it, and it's really good for me. But I still resist. So what little I know of yoga, just to provide a segue on this podcast that is very structured, is a definition from Wikipedia. It's the best I can offer. And yoga is a group of physical, mental, and spiritual practices or disciplines which originated in ancient India. There's a broad variety of yoga schools, practices, and goals in Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. Among the well-known types of yoga are Hatha Yoga and Raha Yoga. 
Yeah, I was going to go into kind of the 11, they're, they're kind of 11 major types of, they're, they're subsidiaries and, you know, all kinds of stuff that kind of branches out of the 11. Uh, but the, the major, and please bear with me again, it, the origins are not, <laughs> I, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of a lot of these, so just roll with me on this, okay? Again, I'm a Marine, I eat crayons, and I, I lick <laughs> windows, so just bear with me. Hatha is one, uh, Inyengar, Kundalini, Ashtanga, uh, Vinyasa, which I've practiced, Bikram, which is the hot yoga. I, I know Don practices that uh, for you know 90 minutes. It's pretty brutal. Yin is a beginner's kind of yoga. There's restorative yoga, which is kind of a, a calming, uh, calming practice. There's prenatal, which I'll never take in my life, hopefully. I don't know. Times are changing. You never know. You never know. All right. Uh, Anusara yoga. And there's, uh, what is it, Jivamuti, which has a lot of Hindu teachings in it, which is also, you know, there's a physical and mental kind of merger in yoga, which I really enjoy. And I don't really mind the teachings. I practice Buddhism. I'm not forcing religion on anyone, but I do practice that on my own time as well. But I, I do enjoy the teachings that go in some of the classes as well. Um, but I've only practiced Vinyasa, Bikram, and then a little bit of the yin. Isn't uh, Vipassana another kind of yoga or not? Or that's meditation. Yeah. Ah, so we're bouncing between yoga and meditation. We're trying to mm-hmm. talk about both. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming in all of the yogas that you talked about, obviously it involves meditation. I, th- I think there's a certain certain time where your eyes roll back in your head and you're like, <laughs> you're kind of, you're not really there. You're in the room and you're, you're struggling through a pose and not struggling. You're, you're kind of enjoying it and losing yourself in the, in the stretch and in the, the moment. And you're kind of uh, removed from where you are. And that's in some sense as a form of meditation, I would think. I know a lot, a lot of classes at the end will have kind of a meditation part or a chanting. And at the beginning, they'll have a, a breathing and the, uh, kind of a, a, a sort of meditative process to begin the class as well. But, but there, there is a merger in, in body, breathing, and mind in, in, in a lot of these classes. And uh, it would be interesting to take some of the, the other ones that, that kind of emphasize the teaching a bit more than the, the physical area. You know, the ones I've, I've taken seem to be a bit more kind of on the physical. The Bikram was, I did the 30 for 30, like you get 30 days and if you do it for 30 days, you get a little certificate. And I did do that to challenge myself to do that last year. And towards day 28, 29, I was really, it's, it's, it's a workout. I've done martial arts training. I've done all kinds of stuff. I've done like, you know, jumped out of planes. I've done, I've, I've lived a good life. And that was grueling. And physically, the, the biggest thing for me as, as a Marine, you know, big, tough, like alpha male was what the hardest thing ever was walking into that class the first time. And, you know, Bill Burr, uh, the comedian, did a stand-up about how tough it was to be a guy. Because no matter what, your guy friends, and I hate this word, but I'm please bear with me, and I don't mean it with venom. But he was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, you hear this, the, your friends, like, even if it's, you know, you, you, you made two trips to get the groceries, you know, it's some, and I feel like I have that kind of, like, I walked in, there's a class, it's like, mm, 90% women. And I felt like walking in this class, like, everyone, like, Yo, I'm a Marine. Like, you know, this is, I, I kill, I kill, I destroy. And it's like walking into this, this class with all these women, you're gently posing. And um, I know the, <laughs> on the beach, the beach uh, yoga, there, there was a different version. And there was like a pose where you're like kind of like a doggy style position and you're kind of arch your back. 
now nah, bend your back. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to drink some water on this. I'm not going like, to. Is it called doggy style? Well, I, I don't down think that was dog. dog or something. It wasn't. Well, there was a downward dog. It was not downward dog. I don't know the exact pose name, but it was like, it's kind of one of these things like I'm arching my back. I'm on the beach. And it was like, I just can't like, I mean, I should be like, I'm secure in my masculinity. You know, I'm, I'm a dude. You know what I mean? I'm good like that. But I have to admit, like, that pose just had me a little like, eh, this were prison, I'd probably be worried. <laughs> Um, but I, I would say the hardest part of that class was walking into it. And after you've walked into it once, it, it just really did change my perspective on things. I love yoga. I practice yoga four times a week and I, I would recommend it to, to people. It does come, it comes the spirit, comes the mind. Don, I know you practice yoga a lot and I welcome your, your input here. Sure. I, um, I go to hot asana studio here in Colorado Springs and they're, they have, a, they have studios around the country. And what I did is in January of this year, actually, is what, kind of like my New Year's resolution. I said, I'm going to just start doing yoga. So what I did is I just I went in and just bought a, the I initially started the monthly membership. And now I do the quarterly membership. And I, it's just unlimited yoga every day. And so every day at 845, I'll go to the studio and do 90 minutes of hot yoga. And what I found over time is... You know, the wake and bake. People say, you know, I wake up, first thing I do is smoke marijuana to calm my nerves. It's like, after I start doing yoga every morning, I didn't need to have to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I was able to ground myself and at least accomplish other stuff. And, and what I eventually evolved into is I'll, I'll do 90 minutes of hot yoga, then I'll go to the gym and I'll do tactical strength and conditioning at my gym for about 90 minutes. And then I'll come home and do a mindful meditation and relaxation, shower. And, and I get started with my day about, you know, one or two in the afternoon. And that's how I, that's how it's evolved to um, where it's at now. But where I go, they do the vinyasa style and they do the hot yoga. And I have three instructors, Liza, Lisa, and Chelsea. And like, it's a great facility. They're beautiful people. Everybody that, yeah. when I go in there, I just, I shut off. I don't, I look, I take my corner and like, when I'm looking in the mirror, I just look in my own eyes. I stare at my eyes and just focus on me and my, my, what feels good, Right. That's, and that's that's a good point too. Certain things, depending on your levels of anxiety, it may be something you want to discuss with your teacher uh, before you start class. I know, like the first time I was like, "Yo, just get me by the wall in the back by the door." Mm -hmm. So if I need to bug out, I'm going. And it yeah. might not be a bad thing to just say, like, you know, look, get a little anxious at times. I don't like crowds of people, or you know, something like that. Um, at least not sober. And, um, you yeah. know, so, you know, maybe we, we kind of put me somewhere there or just be mindful of that. And you're, the teachers, I've never met a yoga teacher that's a, a jerk. I mean, I'm sure there is one no. out there, but they're a mellow breed. It takes a special person to be that kind of person. Yeah. And they're very, the same here. It's like they're, when I go in, I just shut off mm -hmm. and I, 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 I surrender to their voice and just do whatever they tell me to do. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you know, I'm able to, to come out of the yoga studio, you know, in a new set of mind. It's like they provide that safety net for me, right? Because I, you know, I, with my PTSD, I have a hard time with, um, you know, trusting and hypervigilance and all that other stuff. Yeah. So the relationship with the yoga instructor is critical because if you have a yoga instructor that, like, I won't do male yoga instructors. That's a personal preference. It's kind of like what you were saying, but it's more of like in my mindset. Mm -hmm. It's like, am I going to have to 
just in the normal everyday like PTSD, you know, like am I gonna have to take this person down, right? Yeah. <laughs> man to man, like uh, it's like I'm gonna win every time, and it's like and that's so with, with men that, like that, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's with the with the with PTSD with combat yeah. related PTSD, you're sizing everybody up all the time, yeah. and you know it's like it's overwhelming. It, that's why they shut these these guys shut down a lot. So yeah, they've helped me a lot. It, it is a wonderful practice and it is something that just chills you out. There's, it's difficult to explain without trying it, but I recommend it again as a, another alternative. Um, I know Anthony, you, you found a study that the army put forth, right? It's a fairly recent study and we've all read it and we don't understand it. So <laughs> you know, we're asking our readers out there to, to help us out because I, I think we're fairly intelligent. And we've read it, I think I've read it at least four times, and I don't understand it. So the headline is, and this is a very recent study, Army Study Quantifies Changes in Stress After Meditation Shows Positive Effects of Mindfulness. We're gonna, when we publish this episode, we're going to put the link, and we urge some of our readers to read this and let us know what it means. So All you Army guys are making fun of how dumb Marines are. Right. Read this article and, and, and think about that. Right. And you guys threw it on me to figure it out, and I still don't understand what it says. So I'm going to read a couple of sentences, and maybe someone can call in while we, while we do this. For <laughs> a thousand – and th by the way, this is an Army press release, right? So someone with excellent communication skills sat down and, and put this pen to paper. For a thousand years, people have reported feeling better by meditating, but there's never been a systematic study that qualified – excuse me, quantified – stress and how much stress changes as a direct result of meditation until now. U.S. Army Research Development and Engineering Command Research Laboratory. That, there's there's the got to be an acronym for that. How there's is it not an, an acronym, acronym for, for everything? U.S. Army, so what, USAR, the U.S. RADAC, Colonel. Right, uh, someone's not doing their job. There has <laughs> to be an acronym for that. They could have made it sound cooler. They could have read someone, come on. Right, so these researchers <laughs> spent a year collaborating with a team of scientists from the University of North Texas in order to develop a new data processing technique that uses heart rate variability as a sensor to monitor the state of the brain. Findings are uh, reported in a paper published in the June edition of Frontiers in Physiology, and I searched to try to find this study, and apparently uh, it's not online. Why wouldn't that study not be easily accessed online? Someone get it, someone send it to us. But interesting, hmm. one of the comments in the article is, the research team compared two schools of meditation and determined that yoga over chi meditate. It's not chi, like it's chi, right? Chi, yeah. Or chi, like rack, or chi tea. Chi rack, chi town. Yoga chi. is more effective in reducing stress and can show by how much. They also found that the long-term practice of meditation has the effect of making permanent the meditation-induced physiologic changes. Moreover... They found that meditators show a stronger executive control, that is, the ability to carry out goal-oriented behavior using complex, it's putting me to sleep, mental processes and cognitive abilities. Like I'm drift. I think we need an e-boost. It's just one of those, yeah, an e-boost would be nice, right? Uh, these things are, uh, this is, you're absolutely right. This is the most poorly written. I got it. <laughs> I don't know who wrote it. I just don't, like, honestly. I kind of understood that. You understood that? Yeah, it makes something affect your brain in a way that it affects your it affects your brain in the ways that it's that's well, I, if you're gonna I, jump in now you have to. I yeah. mean this, this is this is Elena we've talked about the Russian. No, I think what will. it says is we'll be talking about uh, 
Distemma and Sambo and some techniques. But what are your thoughts? Because I know you practice yoga and you know all about this. I practice a little bit, but you mentioned Vipassana before. In right. Vipassana, they sit 10 days and they meditate eight hours a day. And that supposedly changes your brain chemistry. Okay. Oh, you're right. So what did, like, seriously, someone from Russia came in and said it so much clearer than someone from the U.S. <laughs> Army. <laughs> really? I've read really? about it before in different sources. So you did, you did your research. Forget Army strong. That's Army wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So apparently this brilliance. Now, look, I'm assuming that there have been many studies through the Army, through the military about meditation and yoga. For some reason, this is groundbreaking press release style. So someone could figure out the significance of this. Let us know because we'd like to know why it's, it's in the news. Um, while then we, you're here, uh, yeah. Elena, let's segue to uh, Sambo and Sistema, two Russian forms of martial art. Why we're talking about martial arts, obviously, is clearing your mind, breathing. Uh, all of these methods are taught. All of these methods apply. In fact, I'm going to read the Wikipedia definition of Sistema because it, it's, it actually proves that point. In Sistema... The body has to be free of tensions, filled with endurance, flexibility, effortless movement, and explosive potential. The spirit or psychological state has to be calm, free of anger, irritation, fear, self-pity, delusion, ego, and pride. Am I putting our listeners to sleep? Because if you have depression or stress, these words are very calming. And Sistema is apparently Russian special forces. Yes. Well, none of that is possible without breathing. Right. Like you, you set your mind by breathing first. That's okay. that's kind of the backbone of the physical. Yeah. The, the yeah. merger of the mental and the physical. Any sports, any boxing, there's mm -hmm. the, you have to breathe. You know, I don't know if there's special breathing in boxing, but what I know is that they encourage to breathe with their mouth, which is more oxygen intake which mm -hmm. makes you fight longer because mm -hmm. it's very, you're moving constantly. It's, I'm talking about it because I'm taking boxing classes. <laughs> <That's what laughs> I'm staying on your good side. Again. But, <laughs> but you're supposed to train yourself to shut your mouth, to clench your jaws when you see the shot coming towards your head because the, the impact will be stronger if your mouth is open. Right. Yeah. So, but the Sambo, coming back to Sambo, that... Uh, what is Sambo? The, ab the abbreviation is uh, it's uh, self defense with self defense without a weapon. How do you pronounce that? Samozashita sure. bezaruzhia. Okay, I, we were waiting for you to say that. that. Was awesome. <laughs> it was so much nicer than my Russian earlier. Then. What was that again? How do you say it? Samozashita bezaruzhia. All right. Well, <laughs> I want to hear you guys try it. Yeah. All right. How do we say it again? Samozashita. Samozashita. Bez. Yes. Arugia. Arugia. Oh, well, that's good. It's not good. Yeah, you got it here. So, Sambo actually includes um, all the best from different types of fighting, different mm -hmm. techniques karate, jiu jitsu, taekwondo, even some of the English fighting, yeah. Lancashire and Chamberlain style. I don't know what that is. I just it sounds I, like basic boxing or something. Oh, maybe, yeah, it's, maybe. And then picture um, long mustaches and rolled up fists. Bare knuckle boxing. And that kind of you know something out of snatch. <laughs> um, Armenian, Azerbaijan, Kazakh, uh, French, French boxing. I forget what's it called. 
I only kissed that one. Judo, sumo, and and sumo. Is that how you say it? Sumo. Yes. We say it sumo. So the, like it 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 takes all the best supposedly from from those tactics and and you know combines all mm-hmm. of that uh, with breathing and some of the breathing exercises that practiced in sambo is uh, reminded me of karate like the the karate style breathing I could say what it is right yeah please yeah um, well the first one is like the the first level of breathing is that you breathe deeply in and you feel yourself feel your body at home. starting from your stomach you feel your stomach first and then you go up Don are you chest. getting this I'm getting it I'm trying all it. right and then you I breathe and then listen and then you breathe out from your chest and then going down to your stomach you breathe out everything then the second level How do I smell whiskey <laughs> It's an old, <laughs> old <Cordilla>. barrel. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the second level is you breathe in again, and then you breathe out deeply again. And then you um, you clench your jaw, kind of put your tongue between your teeth, and then you breathe out more. So you already breathed out. Well, it's like, like it, you already breathed out everything. It's like a hamster. Just, you try it. I'm, I'm not gonna speed on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, yeah. And then so you you should be able to talk. I should, oh, I should, I should be able to talk. In, oh, yeah. I should not be able to talk. No. Okay. Because if you breathe out everything, your stomach and your diaphragm so, goes. James, up. I'm watching your face and I'm thinking, you know, the, the men's room key is right outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried I'm gonna pass out on air. <laughs> the dumbest thing I've a mastered breathing yet. <laughs> Whoa! More. And then, and then you. T- <laughs> so it's like just, a balloon. Just, <laughs> and normally, like when I'm smoking weed, I like cough. I cough out those last few breaths. It was very unusual for me to breathe that, exhale that deeply, without being forced to cough. <laughs> so you're supposed to do it with like 30 seconds. Um, that type of breathing is strengthening your energy reservoir within your body nice. and helps you to with, withstand strongest punches. Okay. Uh, you know, body body shots. Right. Um, and also after the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so le- also leveling your calming yourself, like your mood, leveling your mood. And then there are, there are a couple others, but they remind me of karate because you're supposed to cross your hands and then when you breathe in, you bring them down and make fists. And then you breathe out and kind of make a pelvic motion up. And you breathe. <laughs> 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 you like everyone's breathing. Wax this on, is, wax off. You know, this <laughs> is Ed, remember, this is Ed's first day uh, doing production and this audio is going to sound so great. It sounds great. I got carried away <laughs> talking about it and I forgot that I'm supposed to be glued to this. Yes. Um, okay, then. Should I repeat it or no? No. That sounds great. <laughs> but you also gave a breathing exercise you said maybe seals. Oh, maybe well? that's something I learned here and I like it because I, I, I try it every day almost. I, um, it's box breathing. Yeah. So you sit in a comfortable position and then you can start with four seconds. It, it's good to have a clock or if you have if you can hear a clock 
we have a wall clock at home, so you can hear. Yeah. Four seconds, you breathe in. Again, fill up your stomach first and then your chest. And then hold it for four seconds. And then breathe out for four seconds, starting from your chest down to your stomach. And then hold it. Not, do not breathe in for four seconds. And again. So you repeat, you repeat, you repeat that. And then you extend that time to six seconds, seven, eight, nine, longer. With as, practice. As long as you can go? Is that kind of... Well, you extend it as you practice it, you will mm -hmm. be able to extend it more. And then you will be, you're also practicing holding your breath underwater that way too. You know how they can. Good for swimming, kind of. Yeah. Which Navy SEALs make sense. Yeah. Oh, Don, so Don, you have some thoughts about that? No, I like it. It's, um, it, I think the, the core of everything is just the breathing, right? Mm -hmm. Just breathing, slowing things down and just recentering your, your mind and your thoughts. I try to go at least for like 18 to 20 seconds of clear thought to clear my mind go from there because if you as soon as the thought comes in because what i do is like when i try to meditate right thoughts come in you know and then i force them out and then i'm like i'm meditating and the way to reset is just deep breathing and as long as you you have a cycle of breathing going as thoughts can come in but then they can leave and then you know that's how you clear your head and clear your mind so i would think this is very helpful obviously for anger in a lot of ptsd cases among our friends and colleagues anger is a big big issue and, oh, geez, especially in this political climate, people can go from zero to 60. Breathing. Do you guys have advice when, when your buttons are being pushed, something's happening, your car is stuck, something in life, you stop, you breathe, maybe go through some of these exercises? I, I need to work on it. I think having worked with you, Anthony, you, you do an amazing job of staying calm when you're angry. <laughs> um, I, uh, on the other hand, I done a bit of drywalling in my house <laughs> there are a few holes in my walls where I just lost it and that wall was the victim and uh, <laughs> I try not to hit people I guess that's a good thing that's an improvement we're getting better baby steps uh, but now you know my wall just, just getting drywalled more often getting good at it now so this is a famous hole in one of our walls where my dad put his fist and it was kind of cool, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus put his whole arm through the wall. That was amazing. I made a horrible a solid mistake. Guy. After Tottenham lost once, I put a hole through the wall, and um, I didn't realize my kids were watching. And that was kind of a, that was the last hole I put in a wall. And my kids came up to me afterwards, a couple of days later, and said, um, "Dad, um, how does a man punch through a wall?" And I just pointed. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just pointed towards my biceps. He was like, "Just don't drive me, kid." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my, my dad was a, was a heavy smoker, and what I've seen is smoking really is you taking long drags, long mm -hmm. calming. Yes, of course, there's tobacco, but a big part of it is the breathing. For anyone out there trying to quit smoking, think about it. In fact, I, I told a friend once, I'll make a bet. The next time you feel you need a cigarette, breathe in and breathe out slowly six times. If you still need a cigarette after that, I will buy you a pack. You know, that kind of whatever game. And the truth is, that's, that's what smoking is. And, and my dad mm -hmm. was a heavy smoker when he was very wound up. Yeah. And if, if he had used these breathing techniques, he could have, in a much healthier manner, calmed down and felt better. Right? Because we're not just coming down from anger. We're also just feeling better about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right? Depression. I would imagine, uh, you know, Don, if, if, if any one of us feel depressed, these breathing exercises probably make you feel a lot better. Right? 
they're supposed to, and they they do if you do it right. But like things just pile up, right? <laughs> That's why I, you know, we're gonna be talking about uh, float deprivation or sensory deprivation in a float in the next uh, probably next episode or two. And and what I what I do in there is like I go in there and it blocks all sensories from everything. No phone call, no cell phone. Imagine that. No social media for an hour. That's or no phone calls thing. or no emails. Like right. That, and that's what it that's what it literally boils down to just no distractions from the outside world nobody ringing the doorbell no dogs barking and yeah just get your mind clear and set that's through the breathing and, right that's vipassana i uh yeah. this weekend we had a dinner uh one of my nephews they're all really sweet kids but one of my nephews has a bit of an anger problem and i was trying to get him to calmly breathe he's a young guy he's going through those ages you know where you're wound up really tight and and maybe this is horrible advice, but I said, you know, he's a big Star Wars fan. Think of I always think of that scene in Star Wars, uh, Ewan McGregor, and who was his? He was the Padawan, and who was the senior guy? Uh, um, the famous actor. He's in all the Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, right? So they're fighting. What's his name? And the, uh, Darth the, the uh, Maul. Darth Maul, Maul. Right. So yeah, Darth Maul great. is angry, and there's a scene when the force field comes down, and he's pacing, and he's angry, and he's pacing, and Liam Neeson just. Yeah. All calm. They're breathing through their nose. They're calm. At no point do you ever see these guys panting, yelling, angry. In fact, in all through Star Wars. That said, the Liam Nielsen gets killed in that scene. Right, but you know, he, he, was, he, was breathing, he was breathing really well. But he was calm. Yeah, he was calm. Well. <laughs> he was, yeah. So, by the way, this, this will be a segue. In fact, I'm going to segue now to a Star Wars clip. And I know this is a little off the beaten path, but for those who know me and I ramble about meditation or other things i think even though it's science fiction the jedi and the way they carry themselves is kind of an example for calmness for uh you know assertiveness and for not getting angry i, I think mm -hmm. anger is a big part of the ptsd depression balance here yeah so we're going to cut to one of my favorite clips of all time because it leads to a line that i i say a lot uh and i hope our listeners recognize the scene and, and let us know what you think about it. So, hold on. Premonitions? Premonitions? Hmm. These visions you have. They're of pain, suffering, death. Yourself you speak of, or someone you know? Someone. Close to you? Yes. Careful you must be when sensing the future, Anakin. The fear of loss is a path to the dark side. Mental note, fear of loss. Well, I won't let these visions come true, Master Yoda. Death is a natural part of life. Rejoice for those around you who transform into the Force. Mourn them do not, miss them do not. Attachment leads to jealousy. The shadow of greed, that is. What must I do, Master Yoda? Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. A green CGI <laughs> character is looking into the screen and saying, train yourself to let go 
of everything you fear to lose. I've always loved that line for a bunch of reasons. One, you're training yourself. Mm-hmm. Any, anything that's worth anything is, is requires hard work. But to let go of everything you're afraid of losing, fear of loss is a key indicator in so many, uh, not just philosophies, in so many... So many beliefs. So many beliefs. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it, look, we're, we're, we're having a podcast about all kinds of alternatives to deal with PTSD, depression. You know, the fear of loss goes so deep in so many people. And when you find yourself angry, you find yourself depressed, you find yourself frustrated, usually you're afraid of losing something. And what's critical here, it's not just losing money, losing a job, losing someone you love. It, it could be losing your reputation. It could be losing – someone may say, oh, you're, you're terrible. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, there you go. You, mm-hmm. you have now a fear of losing your credibility, right? Mm-hmm. So to me – First of all, we're talking about the Jedi. First of all, we're talking about, you know, warriors and the calmness, whether it's in martial arts or other. Having no fear and having no fear of loss is critical. It's critical to happiness. It's critical to health. Mm-hmm. It's critical to all of this. It's a, and it's breathing, right? When you're panicked and you're afraid, you're, you're not even breathing. You're clenched, in fact. If you're ever in a situation where you're feeling a, a negative emotion, Stop. Breathe through your nose, breathe out through your mouth, right? Breathe through your nose, breathe out through your mouth. And you'll, you'll see the difference in, in seconds. Trust Anthony on this because I have seen him where he should be angry. And <laughs> for some reason, just calm down. You mean man. like when both you guys weren't prepared for the show today and I said I'd bust your chops on the air like that? <laughs> so far, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't, I didn't look angry, right? No, it was. That's what I mean. It was amazing. I thought there was. I was a minute there where I was kind of backpedaling, thinking, "Oh shit!" Right. So, so Don and James, can I have a commitment on the air that that'll never happen again? Oh, good. absolutely. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was sure. Yes. Of course. And, and, if, and if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Elena and Ed to save the day, I don't know what we would have done. I, what do you mean? I love you guys. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> great. It would have been a good test, though, to see how much breathing Anthony needed to do to stay yeah, calm. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I need to train myself to let go of everything I'm afraid to lose, and I'm afraid to lose listeners on this podcast. Yes, we're not prepared. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Exactly. I could hear all the computers shutting down and the iTunes <laughs> shutting down. Uh, I had a loose skeleton. It was, you know, just didn't need a little flesh. A little flesh. It's a, didn't have any meat in the bones, but it was there. All right. So to, to our <laughs> listeners, please let us know, A, if you understand this army study, because I think it's really important and we don't know what the hell it means. And B, if you agree with the saying that you have to train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose, comment, inbox us. You know, by the way, the easiest way to get a hold of us is editor at leematrollinews.com. Editor at leematrollinews.com. You could also, Don is on Twitter, right? Yep. What's your Twitter handle, Don? Don Martinez LC. LC as in Lima Charlie. Don Martinez LC. You can inbox Don, and we say this every week, but James, what's your handle on Instagram and Twitter? I'm on Instagram. Uh, It is Brooklyn Yid. Um, that's on uh, Instagram and on Twitter. I am Brooklyn Yid, but it's with two zeros instead of the O's because someone stole my name. <laughs> Thief. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Message that guy nothing but hate mail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, we did have another study, right? A Washington Post study. You want to talk about, James? Um, it's kind of along the same things with yoga. Uh, the the senior lecturer at, uh, of psychology at Goldsmiths University in London, uh, he said the benefits uh, of yoga were just moving people away from negative thoughts in general. Um, they gave 21 veterans who had served in Iraq or Afghanistan diagnosed with PTSD. There were 21 veterans in the study. 11 took uh, a seven-day program involving three-hour sessions of uh, bear with me again, the pronunciation, uh, Sudarshan Kriya, uh, which is a form you know, of yoga, is, including meditation, stretching, and a group discussion. While the other 10 didn't take part and kind of used as a control group. Um, the people with uh, PTSD were assessed a week, uh, week before, and then a week after, and then a year after, and a month after, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but seven of the 11 that did the practice continued, after, continued with yoga afterwards because they found it really beneficial. So again, I, I kind of cycle back to what I said earlier. The hardest thing is kind of one of these alpha male, you know, you're in the Marines, kill, kill, kill. Um, you know what I mean? You don't show weakness. You don't, you know, you rip heads off bodies. You do ruthless things. The hardest thing is to kind of show that kind of vulnerability and walk into this studio. It really is beneficial. And you'd be surprised. No one really passes judgment. And if, you know, if your friends give you a little stick, just don't tell them or just tell them you're going there for the chicks or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think you should just walk into, walk straight into a hot yoga class and say, I'm yeah. doing doggy style. That's <laughs> Gosh, man, that, that one pose, it was like, arch your back. I was like, nope, I'm just drink some water right now. <laughs> that'll, that'll break the ice. And then, and then give them a demonstration right there. <laughs> so with a, with a brain study, the, I, I'm by Fort Carson. I go to the Warrior Recovery Center on base at Fort Carson. And, and they have a, a program there that does yoga for veterans. But it's for a brain injury. Defense and Veterans Brain Injury Center. DivPIC. That's what it's called. So they do, um, I've been to their programs. They do yoga. But, but the thing is, like, they get all these warriors and they put them in this small room and give them yoga mats. And then, you know, we're all, like, bunched up on each other. And they teach us yoga. And I've done stuff at like Wounded Warrior Program where they do the same thing. You know, they gave me a free yoga mat and, and they bunch all these veterans in there into the room and they teach us. But when I went to the studio where I was like the only veteran, it was much more relaxed, much more um, welcoming and comforting. Because in the other in, in those rooms where there's, you know, all these veterans, you know, the energy is bouncing around. Right. And there's people that are skeptical. There's people that are like overweight. There's people that are actually injured. Like I have a right wrist injury and I have a, you know, how I was on a permanent profile for push-ups. That's how bad my wrist injury. I was in a humpy rollover. And so I've had surgeries and stuff. So I can't do a lot of the poses normally, but I can do alternatives. And that's what, you know, yeah, the yoga instructors are helping with. But, but the energy, that it's, it's important that you go in and if you feel like the energy is vibing with you, then stay. But if you go in like you feel like you do a yoga class and it just, it was horrible or you didn't like it or something was wrong about it, go to another one. You pointed out 11 different yoga styles, right? There's so many out there. There's so many different ones. I went to a hot yoga when I was in DC and I, I walked out I was like, um, but is this the energy in the room and the, and the setup? It was like much darker than my other studio. My studio has like skylight. So the sun is like shining right down on us in the morning. So yeah, just start thinking about your feelings. How do you actually feel? And that's one thing that warriors have, have a problem doing. Like, how do I feel? Cause my, at the end of the day, my, my feelings are irrelevant, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're just doing what we're told we got we got a mission and assignment and you know 
my, my emotions and my feelings are irrelevant. And then we come out and we still have this mindset that yeah, it doesn't matter. Like we need to help other people first before we help ourselves. And that's where the, the disconnect is. So it's like, focus on you first on your emotions and your feelings, and then start your day. Right. For me, it takes me eight hours to get into that emotional mindset to, to be happy and to spread, you know, smiles and joy and all that good happy sunshine stuff. But that's not till like two in the afternoon. Spread some dawn, <laughs> spread some dawn love. Yeah. If you come if you come before you're opening up the gates of hell, right? <laughs> <laughs> right good luck so. to you. Ooh. All right, so speaking of the gates of hell, we have to take a short break for a sponsor or we will see the gates of hell. Uh, we'll be right back. Thanks. I love this music. I just have such happy memories of this music. We are here to talk about an amazing sponsor of ours, an old sponsor. It's called eBoost. Echo, your, Bravo, Oscar, Oscar, Sierra, Tango, eBoost. Your instant list. Right. Energy, e vitamins. Right. eBoost has a bunch of products, but our favorite are the shots, the energy shots. Yeah. And, and often when we're exhausted at the end of the day and we really don't want to do a podcast, kind of like now, we pound these eBoosts because <laughs> it wakes us up. It's got a buttload of vitamin B, too, which is a secret recipe for hangovers. Did you say vitamin? Vitamin. Vitamin. Well, because you, you lived in the UK for a while. I did live in the UK. It's a vitamin, right? Vitamin. Sorry. I don't think it has any aluminium in it. It's aluminium. <laughs> it's better it, not. Oh, the controversy. <laughs> so, Don, if I told you that there was an all-natural energy shot, it had uh, green tea, vitamins, uh, and it worked, and it was healthy, would you take it to stay awake for these podcasts? Oh, heck no. I always say no to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What if we told you it was legal <laughs> and all the cool kids are doing it? Well, it's got to be gluten and soy free, man. I, do, I think it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's one of the great things about it. Gluten, soy free, non-GMO. It's just as natural yeah, our, as it gets. Right. Our lawyers are saying, wow. yeah, our lawyers are mentioning, they're motioning, don't make too many representations because we don't really know. It does say <laughs> does say it on the bottle. Gluten free, soy free. It says it on the bottle. It says it on the bottle. Oh, so if it yeah, says it exhale. on the bottle, then I'll do it. it you can do it. it. We did say last week that it's it's good for your colon, so it, it must be gluten free and all those things. That's yeah. it. Get you rolling on the we, toilet. And, and running to this camera, we don't know if it's good for your colon, but it's it's just funny to say that. My number one choice for number two. That's. <laughs> 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 so today, the the shots of the day. I'm drinking Superberry. I'm wired on Superberry eBoost. Uh, I'm rolling on Fruit Punch. Ed, what are you what are you drinking? I'm loving Fruit Punch as well. Fruit Punch is tasty. You know, sometimes uh, not only do we need eBoost to do the show, but in the after party when we go out drinking, we need a little energy. That's where it really is required. Right. Get, get that energy so you can get those rums down your neck. <laughs> I don't know how many hours. It's not like it's a competitor called Five Hour. No one's going to say there's X amount of hours that it keeps you alert and awake. Uh, well, the music is over, so I guess we have to wrap this up. Faith, please. Lima Charlie, loud and clear. You're listening to Lima Charlie News. And we are back with episode three of Lima Charlie Podcasts. We've, we've been thinking during the break that we have so much to cover and we're just scratching the surface. So we are going to have another part two. 
about uh, meditation and yoga. Yoga? No, yoga. So, um, to our listeners, again, we don't know what that uh, Army article says. Please inbox us. Also, if you have any suggestions, any thoughts about how yoga and meditation help you, let us know. Um, Did we have any other questions when we return that people can help us out with for the next episode so that we don't have to plan it too much? Is there an alternative treatment you'd like us to to look into? Um, We're all about suggestions and and if you found an alternative that you think would help people, reach out. Let us know. Let's help some people. Okay. Uh, Don, any last thoughts? Namaste, neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, Ed, you've been wonderful. I think this is our best audio yet. I think this goes down in the record books of being the, the most crispest and bestest audio of any podcast we've ever had in the history of Lee Trolley. And we have you to thank for that. I'm happy to help. Okay. Well, all that. All right, that's it. You have nothing else to say? Well, you know, I am, I'm too busy practicing breathing, so I'll be working on that <laughs> next week. Won't you, won't you be performing at the, uh, the Edley Lounge later on? Uh, well, this is private invitation only for the Edley Lounge, but uh, when, when those become public, I'll let everybody know. Okay. And uh, Elena, thank you for bringing your uh, Russianisms. We, before you got here, we were making some Rocky Four commentary, and we were hoping that you could lead us out with a Rocky Four line, but in Russian. I will break you. So how do you say that in Russian? We don't say that, but it, it, you could translate it as Я тебя поломаю. Я тебя сломаю. I will break you. Yeah, you could say it. I, I, I was going Was Dolph Lundgren a convincing Russian boxer? They were bad in Russian. Please. Accent. Accent's oh, terrible. Box- no, he's not. He looks Swedish. What is he? Swedish? Nord- Nord- Norwegian? All I know is he went to MIT and he's a smart guy. Is he really? Mm-hmm. He's too tall and bigger. <laughs> Stallone makes convincing heavyweight. How do you say in Russian, if he dies, he dies? Если он умрет, умрет. All right. <laughs> I want, I want to, I'd like to watch the film dubbed over in Russian at some point in my life so I could die a happy man. That's a good bucket list check. Nice. I just want to say, try the breathing. Yeah. Give it a try. It's a subtle effect, but it's powerful and it's long-lasting. Okay. Love it. James, any last thoughts? Later, Gators. Excellent. So to our listeners, please go to lemachellinews.com, read our amazing articles, follow us, subscribe. Uh, also follow us on Twitter, at Lima Charlie News and Instagram at Lima Charlie News. Thank you for listening. We're out. Lima Charlie, loud and clear. You're listening to Lima Charlie News. <laughs>